Hey, hey, thanks for tuning in to the Just Janice podcast. I am your host, Janice, and we know that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. So in this joy-filled podcast, you're going to hear real-life stories from other believers. We're going to talk about the kingdom. We're going to magnify Jesus, and it's going to be awesome. So thanks for tuning in, and here we go. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to Just Janice. I am so blessed and honored that you are joining me for today's episode. I'm excited because this is a message that's kind of been burning in my heart for a few days and I'm actually reading a book right now called Do What Jesus Did by Robbie Dawkins and um, the page that I'm reading right now, I I actually stopped reading because I'm like, this is exactly what God has has been stirring in my heart the last few days. So I thought, you know what, I'm just going to get on here and talk about it. So I want to talk about starting where you are. And I think a lot of times, a lot of us feel like we have dreams or desires or ministries or things that God has put on our heart, but we're putting them off because we don't feel like we're qualified yet, or we feel like we have to reach some place in our life where the timing is better, or we're better equipped, or or whatever. There's a lot of different excuses. And I definitely don't want to dismiss the fact that there, that God does have a timing for things. And sometimes he does put something on our hearts that's four, two, or five, or ten years down the road. And that that is the case sometimes. But I think a lot of times God has things for us now in this season. And we get tripped up just by our own overthinking or our own doubts or insecurities. And those things keep us from stepping forward into what God has for us. And so I'm going to read you guys a little bit of this book in a second, but I know for me, God called me to start a youth ministry a few years ago. And I remember being like, okay, Lord, like I most times am like, I'll be Peter. I'll step out of the boat. And if I start sinking, I know you're going to help me, Lord. And I don't know. I just, I've, I never want to be in the boat and be comfortable and whatever. And so a lot of times that does cause me to step out of the boat and just see what happens kind of thing. I'm a very tenacious person and I'm very just, I don't know, I just love the Lord and I trust him. And so even if I don't see the full picture, if he's showing me to do something, I want to be obedient to that. And I'm not saying that I always do or whatever by any stretch of the means, but um, that's my heart and my desire is if he says, go that I go. And if he shows me to do something that I do it. And so I remember starting the youth ministry and having a little bit of experience as far as helping with, with the youth ministry before, but never running my own ministry. And I remember, um, even very early on just being like, okay, Lord, like I'm trusting you that you're going to provide everything that I need. And during the two years that I did the youth ministry, it was a middle school youth ministry, God proved himself faithful over and over and over again. And, you know, I had thought about going to Bible school and I thought about all these different things. And I just felt like, no, God is calling me to start this now. Like going to Bible school is great. I, I would have loved to go or whatever, but like God had that for me in that season of my life. And during that time for those kids that he had me ministering to. And so if I would have felt like I can't do this until I have like a degree or whatever, I would have missed out on those few years because those kids would have aged out into high school ministry because um, I was doing middle school ministry. And so anyway, I just want to encourage you, like if you feel like God has put something on your heart and you know that it's for now, 
to get out of your own head and to stop overthinking it and really just surrender to the Lord and ask him to show you how to take the next step and how to move forward with it. I know like for my ministry that I was doing for those few years, I remember just being kind of having that heart attitude and that that humility before, before him and just being like, Lord, I need you to show me how you want me to do this. And for me and what he had me doing, I felt like he had said, I'm going to show you every single week what you're going to teach on, what you're going to say. And, and he did every single week without fail. He always showed me what to talk about, what to teach on, where to go at in the word that week. And, and it was just, it was just awesome. I even remember one time I felt like I really wasn't getting anything specific. And it was like, I, I taught um, or I led the youth ministry on Mondays, on Monday evenings after work. So I it was like Sunday and I'm like, I've got nothing. I don't feel like I have any leading. Like, Lord, what do you want me to talk to the kids about tomorrow? And I felt like he's like, you're not going to, you're not going to teach them anything tomorrow night. What I want you to do is let the kids have like a game night. I took board games and whatever and let the kids do that. And then I want you to meet with them one-on-one. And I want you to just have a time with each of them, minister to them individually. I want you to share what I show you. And so he did that. Like with each kid, I was able to meet with one-on-one and just share like God's heart with them and like what I saw in them and so, or what God was showing me in them. So whether that was leadership or just different character qualities that God had, had given them or just a word of encouragement. And then I was able to pray with each of them and just let them know that, you know, I was there if they ever needed someone to talk to or if they ever had questions about the Lord or anything like that. So I love that. I'm so thankful for the Holy Spirit that we don't always have to be in this like one, two, three, like regiment of like, okay, this is how it has to be done. And it has to look like this, that there's freedom in the Holy Spirit to be able to say, God, what's on your heart this week? Or what do you want me to do? Or what do you want this to look like? Or whatever. And that's something also that I really love. Like one of my favorite things about Stirred Up Women is that every event we do looks different. And we have kind of, we've we've developed or fallen into or however you want to say it, like kind of a loose type itinerary for the night. Like we always have a testimony. We always have a time of worship. We always have a time in the word. There's always ministry time. But I'm telling you, every event we've ever done has been completely different. And we just love how God manufactures every single event that we do for the women that are there. He knows the hearts of the women that are coming, who who will be in attendance. He knows what they need to hear. And Anna and I, as we lead the ministry, we're just open to just say, Holy Spirit, show us. Show us what you have on your heart for your daughters tonight. Show us what you want us to talk about, where you want us to be at in the word, how you want us to pray. And then we're always fortunate to have the ministry time afterwards where we're able to pray for people or just encourage them one-on-one, pray for healing, pray for families, pray for marriages, pray for pray for whatever people need prayer for. It's just awesome. So I love that. I'm so just encouraged that anytime that I've ever stepped out into anything, whether it's a ministry like my youth ministry or the women's ministry that I'm doing now, or it's simply just feeling like I'm supposed to pray for the lady at the dry cleaners or whatever, 
like every single time, the Holy Spirit always equips me. He always gives me everything I need, whether that's financially, whether it's an event where I need help, like with setting up or with volunteers or so many, so many different times I've stepped out in different things. And every single time God has always been faithful and he's always given exceedingly abundantly above all that I ask, think, or imagine. I've done events, um, coordinated different outreach events where I've had way more volunteers than I even need to be there. But, you know, I always put them to work and say, you guys can, you know, walk around and pray or whatever. We all, we all have a part, part in involvement with things. And when people come, there's definitely something to assign them to. Um, but anyway, rabbit trail in here. I'm just trying to say that God will always give you everything you need to do everything that he's called you to do. And he qualifies you. And whether you have a degree or not, like your qualification is relationship with him. And if you have that intimacy with him, if you're in the word, if you're just developing that relationship with him and he calls you to do something, you can be confident that you will succeed in that. And I always say, like this has kind of been a saying I've been saying lately is that success in ministry and ministry looks like whatever God has called you to do, whether that's your nine to five, whether you're in full-time ministry, whatever that is, that success in ministry is obedience. So if that's God telling you at a gas station, go pray for that person, they're going through something, or he's giving you a word of knowledge about someone's situation, or you're praying for healing or, or whatever, God is going to equip you. And so this pot, whole episode, I just want it to be about encouragement to step out into it, even when it's unknown, even when you don't know what's next. A lot of times God is saying, hey, take that first step and then I'll reveal what's next and then I'll reveal what's next with the next step and so on. And so I want to encourage you that you don't have to know what the entire picture looks like. You don't have to know how it's going to end up or whatever. Just take that first step and do what God has put on your heart to do. So I want to read this chapter um, the, in my book that I was talking about earlier. There's a couple paragraphs I want to read here. It's so good. I love it so much. It says, don't look to your past to determine your future. Look to what God is calling you to do. Introspection can sometimes be a trap. Satan will try to keep your focus on you and keep your thoughts focused on justifying your unbelief about why you can't do things or how you aren't qualified. You have God with you, though, and as you step out with him and doing the things he did and reaching out to the people around you, he will equip you. A big part of being childlike is looking to the future with expectations that are not limited to our past experiences or limited by the world as we currently know it. The world is being undone and remade every day. As we are reborn in God, we need to be renewed in our minds and live in the expectation that things we've never experienced before are possible. See Romans 12.2. Jesus' life is full of promise to us, so let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. Hebrews 12.1 and 2. As we fix our eyes on him, the one who is writing his story in us and through us, anything is possible. So I want to encourage you again with that. If you feel like God has put something on your heart or, or whatever is, is leading you to do something, I just encourage you to step out into it, to be bold, 
to have faith that it's for a reason, whether that impacts one person, whether it builds your own faith, whether it impacts a million people, it doesn't matter. Just remember that success is obedience and I'm just going to pray over you guys. I feel like I'm supposed to do that. I mean, I like to end my podcast with prayer. So, and just also, if you feel like God has put something on your heart or the, you have a dream or a desire inside of you and you don't have anyone to talk to about it, reach out to me because I love talking about this kind of, this kind of stuff. So it's, it's passion. It's a passion of mine just to encourage people and to just talk to people about, um, what God has put on their heart and to encourage them to, to do it. So if you need that extra boost of encouragement, read out, reach out to me because I would love to be that for you. So let's pray. Father God, I thank you so much for this podcast. God, I thank you for every single person that is tuning in to listen to this episode. And Lord, I pray for anyone who feels like they have something inside of them that you have called them to do. God, I pray for a boldness and a courage to come over them, to step out into it, God, to know that you never call us out on the water by ourselves, God, that you are always standing there in the water with us. God, I thank you that you equip us for everything, God, and that you give us everything we need pertaining to life and godliness. So, Lord, I also want to lift up anyone who has no desires or dreams or ambitions or things that you've put on their heart. Maybe they've just never even considered it before. God, I pray for them. I pray for dreams and desires and callings to awaken inside of them. God, that you would make that so clear to them what you have called them to do, Lord. We know that you've called all of us to be ministers of reconciliation, to share the gospel, to be unashamed of the gospel, to love you with everything that we are, to love people. And so if it's anything, if it's nothing else, we can always start with that. God, I thank you for your goodness. I thank you for your kindness toward us. I thank you for your love. I thank you for your grace and your mercy. I thank you that your plans for us are good, Lord. And we just want to say yes to you in every single way, in every area of our lives. Lord, we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you.